0: The Cyclone Fanatic Podcast is fueled by Cody Rhodes and recorded in the Wild Rose Casino and Hotel Studio.
1: Yo, welcome into another edition of the Cyclone Fanatic Podcast. It's Friday afternoon, uh, the day before the Big 12 men's and women's basketball season start. Connor Ferguson and I wanted to knock this podcast out for you real quick uh, before Uh, Before the weekend, so everybody can enjoy this on their Saturday morning. Uh, Of course, our uh, corner three is brought to you by our friends at Mechdyne. You can learn more about them at Mechdyne.com. We talk about them a lot, of course, on the Williams and Bloom podcast on Sunday nights. Connor, how are you doing today?
0: Man, I'm blissful after that hockey game I watched last night. How about that, man?
1: Get out of here, man. For the people that don't know, I've been in Minnesota the last several days. Took a little bit of a vacation before uh, Before. Big twelve basketball gets rolling. I went to the wild versus Dallas Stars game last night. Uh tough one for the wild. I couldn't have cared less to who who won or lost, but Connor and, and my friend Leif were both really going at it over this thing.
0: Jared had some fighting words texted to me before the game. Um well
1: probably all of inspired a sudden, by hey, 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 you know better than anybody. All of a sudden you're in a bar. There's a bunch of people around that are all. I don't blame you. I don't blame thing. you one bit. You know? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, I want to take you. Thing. They're all cheering for a team. You've got the shirt on for the team. Like you're, you're a fan now. You know, I was a fan. I don't get to be a fan very often.
0: I've got to take you down to the American Airlines center and show you what a real hockey team looks like. I know Is you that, uh, that's the house,
1: that the house that Dirk built.
0: Yeah. That guy. Yeah. That guy. Well, Mike, got Madonna. Mike, Madonna, got his... Go out Mike Madonna was forever. arguably a better Historical figure, but yeah, no no disrespect for Dirk. That is a kick ass statue.
1: That is a badass statue. All right, Iowa State's got its Big Twelve men's basketball season opener against Baylor at one o'clock on Saturday at Hilton Coliseum. The Iowa State women going on the road down to Lubbock to play Texas Tech. We're going to break down both. We're going to look around some of the other games around the Big Twelve coming up this weekend. A full slate. Uh, every team on both the men's and women's side going to be in action on Saturday. But let's start with this Iowa State men's game uh, with the Baylor Bears. Right now, looking at it on Ken Palm, uh, Baylor is a, I believe, a one-point favorite. E... Two-point yeah, favorite. It's going
0: to be very super
1: even. Close. Yeah, very even. Uh, gives Baylor a 54% chance of winning. Uh, Iowa State up to 49, or sitting at 49 right now on Ken Palm. Baylor is number 15. Uh, but this is, I think, going to be a, a good one, a good test for Iowa State, but a winnable game. You know, I think that last year when this Baylor team came in, and that group was really rolling, playing at this time of uh, at this time of the year last year. I think that this is a game that Iowa State's going to have a really good chance to win, but they're going to come out and have to take care of their business. They're going to have to do that without Jazz Kuntz, who's out for a, a month with a broken finger, uh, suffered in practice. Unfortunate for Iowa State, but this is, I mean, you really happy now to have Trey King in the in the rotation uh, when you know that you're not going to have jazz for this next month, especially when it's going to probably be the most difficult month on the schedule.
0: Yeah. You need, I mean, you really need the next man up from Trey King, but the the thing that really irks me with this jazz thing is that dude did so much for that team and team and yeah. whatever role he was in, you know, I, I've always said no one takes charges in college basketball better than jazz Kinch and Connor Enright over at Drake. Be remiss if I didn't mention that. Uh, but if he's taking a charge, if he's hitting five threes sporadically and almost like when jazz makes one, he makes two or three right after that. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, the dude was everywhere on the court. So you have to replace multiple kind of assets of your team.
1: Yeah. You have to replace a guy who's one of your better scores, you know, as a guy who can really fill it up for you when you need him to, he's one of your better rebounders. I think he is Iowa state's leading rebounder last I Uh, last I checked again, need Trey King to step up. You're going to need Hassan Ward to step up. Like there's going to be some guys who are going to be stepping into their first really significant role in an Iowa State uniform here starting on Saturday. And I mean, I think losing his shooting ability is probably as, as detrimental as what anything that, you know, you think about with his ability to space the floor and, and what he's been able to do for Irish State over the last two years in that area, really unfortunate. And on this know.
0: on this team specifically with the shooting, you know, like other teams you kind of have a go-to guy to replace him with, but like Caleb Grill, shoot well at home, mm-hmm. you know. Right.
1: But I saw Caleb Grill has a Mohawk now. How do you think that that will adjust the spread in, in this game on Saturday? It
0: obviously, it obviously made it closer.
1: Well, yeah, I would think so. I mean, I think Iowa State immediately gained at least two points from just from Caleb
0: Gross-Mohawk. I'm a big fan of the, like, let's do a different haircut for this upcoming big game. Oh, yeah. we we'll do mustaches for big hockey hockey trips we go on.
1: I uh, I liked before the season he was wearing the headband, and then he never actually wore it in a game. I thought that that would have been a good look for him. I think that he would have been able to pull off the headband.
0: You, you've got to be... I think I don't think Caleb Grill is weird enough to pull off the headband. I think the Mohawk is perfect because he's gonna he's matching that Baylor dude's Mohawk. Okay,
1: man, we'll see. We'll see how the Mohawk goes. If it if it means that he's gonna shoot better than thirty percent in Hilton Coliseum, then I then he can have whatever his hair is, whatever he wants it to look like. I don't care.
0: Everyone keeps bringing up the frosted tips thing. And I, just I was going to say,
1: besides the frosted I need, I tips, no one can ever stop. have, yeah, no one can ever have frosted there's,
0: tips. There's superstitions within every team, but they don't carry to the next season. Okay. We got to get that through our heads. Okay. They're, and there's, you know, pro franchises is a little different, but these teams change so much.
1: Different that was teams. what, like eight years ago now, too. Yeah. nine years oh, ago, yeah. almost. What,
0: two, two coaching presidencies. Yeah. Two coaching presidencies. How are you saying <laughs> I'm combining words at this point.
1: Two coaching tenures. Two coaching tenures ago. Is two that arrows. Yeah, two are a big thing on TikTok ago. right now, right? Oh man. Oh my gosh, that's funny. Uh <laughs> I think the big thing for Iowa State in this game, can you force some turnovers? You know, Baylor's a team that has not done a great job of being able to take care of the ball. They're 226th nationally and uh in turnover percentage. Iowa State's number one in the country in forcing turnovers. If they can continue to force turnovers at the same kind of rate that they have so far this year, like they're going to give themselves a shot, especially, I mean, this is a good Baylor team coming in, an efficient Baylor team. You know, Keontae George is one of the best freshmen in all of college basketball. Adam Flagler's playing at a really high level for this team. Uh, LJ Cryer is one of the best guards in in, in the Big 12. Like, It's going to be... An uphill battle, but I just I think Iowa State's got the pieces to make a good run at it. But again, like when you don't have Jazz, you know what does that look like? Who's going to be that next man up that steps into, you know, being kind of your swing man on the offense? And uh, I don't know. We're, I'm, it'll just take some people stepping into some into some positions they've never been in.
0: And I do really think, and I this is just total feeling thing, Um, but I do really think you got to watch Hassan Ward on Saturday. He's been Impressing me at specific moments in games lately, um, and this is all a gut feeling thing. But he's getting getting the energy of like some of my favorite like role players in Iowa State history. Now that can turn out to be a bad sign. Um, who's the guy that went to Memphis? Tyler Harris. Space. Yeah. Well, Tyler Harris was one of those guys, uh, but yeah. so was Nasby Long. So it can go either way.
1: So you're telling me that he that Hassan Ward could either have a game like tyler harris or a, guy, a game like naz long on saturday and you don't feel well, like a season
0: any, a whole season or a
1: season okay a whole season yeah okay. this is long projections okay i got you right i guess i i mean hassan is a guy that's really going to need to step up for them you know and i think especially with what they've been doing you know when they'll start to extend their defense i mean if they play any of their zone he'll likely have to play the top where jazz usually has played i don't know i i could see it and i think hassan keeps getting better too it looks like he keeps getting more comfortable he's like a a guy uh,
0: when you have a guy on your team that can bring that high energy dunk like you remember deontay Burton in those games where it was like there's a comeback bounding and deontay is going to put the exclamation point on this seven nothing run like you need a guy like that sometimes and hassan can be that guy easily
1: Hassan certainly has the bounce for it. Uh, I think we've seen that here for sure so far throughout this year. I think, uh, I don't know if Iowa State wins this game, but they'll it'll be close. What do you think? Uh, I, I'm right there on the edge, but I think I would have to probably lean Baylor just on their offensive prowess.
0: Hilton is going to be sold out. Um, there's no snowstorm this time around. It feels just like the Baylor game last time, but Iowa State feels like they're in a more familiar position with them, like self-awareness-wise. Yeah. So I think that's a positive on last year's game. If everyone's rowdy, I think Iowa State can win. Okay. It just it really depends think, on. Yeah, I think Iowa State's
1: got a chance. Yeah, I think I think Baylor takes it close. Yeah, I think it'll be a close one uh, all the way to the very end. Uh, all right, let's look around at the rest of the the men's games here across the Big Twelve. Some really good ones. Some interesting games. I think the most interesting game of the day. This might be an under the radar game for some West Virginia going on the road to Kansas state, Kansas state's playing really good ball right now. Keontae Johnson has been one of the revelations. I think of, uh, of the league, Jerome Tang doing a really nice job in year one. And Bob Huggins, man, Bob Huggins, new NBA or new basketball hall of fame or Bob Huggins. He's got a good little team here. Eric Stevenson's shooting the ball at a really high rate, shooting almost 50% from three point range. I think that that game is going to be a good measuring stick for both of these teams. We're going to get a little, an idea of who is more who's more legit coming out of this one. If West Virginia can go to Manhattan and get a win, that would be that would be significant. But I think that if Kansas State wins this game, this Kansas State team might give some people some problems this year.
0: Yeah, and that's a big thing with this conference. These teams are so good, at least uh, ratings-wise, at least what we've seen from them in recent years. And uh-huh. this first couple of rounds i guess a big 12 play like really tell you like what this team's made of what can happen you know it's pretty important to not dig yourself in a hole right like we've seen oklahoma state do like we saw kansas state team do west virginia's done it so especially this weekend like see what teams are made of if any of these games turn into upsets like watch out for that team to go on a run Mm mm-hmm for
1: sure. All right. Texas tech's going on the road to TCU. Another one that I think will be interesting because I just, I feel like I don't know much about like, we know a lot about TCU's personnel, but what's that group made of, you know, Eddie Lampkin has not been playing at a very high level this year. He says he has been banged up uh, throughout the entirety of the year. Mike miles, it seems like he's been banged up at times, but has been playing really high level ball when he's been out there and they finally have all their personnel. I've got question marks about Texas tech right now though. Uh, Fardaz Zemak, the the transfer from Utah Valley was you know supposed to be one of their centerpieces uh elected to to leave the program because of disagreements over an injury timeline I mean I've got you know I'm not hitting the panic button on Mark Adams yet but my hand is hovering my hand is hovering over That's, not a, great, that's right not a great that's not a great sign that's not that's not a great sign, to no that's what i'm saying like my, i'm not panicking yet but my hand is hovering i'm i'm concerned my i have significant concerns about the direction of texas tech at this point
0: yeah and it's i mean it's just a tough read when you got guys like ticked at the training staff like that's feels
1: bad that's like, feels like a, red flags
0: there's yeah. more there's there, that can't be the only thing bad
1: yeah, I mean, yeah, I would that's, think that's that the gotta tip of the ice going on. But still, like I you would... look at their team, and their team just isn't even that fun, you know. Like Kevin O'Banner, I really enjoy watching him play, and obviously, he had the big breakout NCAA tournament with uh, with Oral Roberts a couple of years ago. But it's just like their team is not near as fun as what it has been the last couple of years. I just don't think it's the same kind of. It doesn't have the same kind of DNA as what you expect t- uh,
0: Texas Tech t- team to have at this point. Yeah. I mean, they built their brand off like the most fun teams. They were listening to Lil Nas X songs in the locker room and dancing. They got to get that back. They might just need a new Lil Nas X song, but I'd I'd be shocked if TCU lost.
1: I would be surprised if Mark Adams is dancing to Lil Nas X.
0: And that's the whole point of it. He doesn't look like a guy who would get down to Lil Nas X. I've been saying this
1: since Mark Adams got that job. He reminds me of my aunt Susan. Back in the day, like they—I swear to God—they look the exact same. God rest my aunt Susan's soul. She was the sweetest lady, but man, they like I, every time I look at Mark Adams, I think of my aunt Susan, and that's just not the vibe I think you want your basketball coach to have.
0: No, and I—I I mean, they were in a tough spot when they hired him. Yeah, he was still kind of like, yeah, I guess. I yeah. guess What his teams turn we'll, to I say?
1: We'll see how how he can carry this thing out. He just seems too old school for today's. Today's college basketball, I think, like too intensely old school. Uh, I guess we'll see. Uh, Texas going on the road to Oklahoma. This game will obviously be interesting as well. Uh, Texas back in action. A lot going on down in Austin right now. Their basketball team is really freaking good, man. And obviously Tyrese Hunter, everybody knows how good he is. Marcus Carr has been playing closer to the level that I think people expected to see from him when he transferred in from Minnesota a couple years ago. But when your head coach is still Suspended indefinitely. We don't really know what the hell is going to happen with all that deal. I, I don't know. It would not shock me at all if Oklahoma won this game, especially with it being in Norman. But I, I don't know. I wouldn't feel super confident making a pick either way, I don't think. I, I th- do think that Grant Sherfield is a guy that people need to keep an eye on here over these next several weeks. He is a go-to guard now that Oklahoma has alongside Tanner Groves. If he has a big day, I think Oklahoma could win this game
0: yeah and that, the tough thing about it is like all that stuff in the background like how much is that going to influence yeah. them now that the big games are here um,
1: right because this is like significant stuff you know it's like it's not like it's something you can just ignore this is the head oh, coach the, just, the, student,
0: there. the students that sit next to the opposing team walking in the building are going to remind you about what's going on like yeah. that is a hundred percent certainty
1: yeah, they're they're gonna have an interesting couple weeks. I wonder, I wonder what Texas's start to Big Twelve play looks like after after this one. Uh, let's okay. Here's the yeah, next Kansas month. Kansas
0: State at home. Oh, yeah, I was say.
1: Here's the next month for Texas on the road at Oklahoma, home against Kansas State, home on the road at Oklahoma State, home against TCU, home against Texas Tech, on the road at Iowa State at West Virginia, back home against. I Oklahoma I think we'll State, know when Texas Tennessee. comes
0: into Hilton. We'll know a lot more.
1: Yeah. Well, I think we'll know a lot more, but I think by the end of this month, we're going to know if this team's legit. Like if they're going to be a, a true, not in this month, but next month, like a true national championship type of contender, but man, their big 12 schedule is pretty easy to open things up compared to what some of these teams have to go through. You know, like you get home against Kansas state, you get home against TCU home against Texas tech.
0: But you look at what were we just talking about? What what if Kansas State turns into a really good team? What if TCU turns out to be world leaders, you know? Yeah. It's all about how people can find their pieces and figure out how to play with them. This game reminds me a
1: lot of that Iowa State Baylor one. Like, I think I would probably lean Texas, but it would not shock me if Oklahoma won this game, you know?
0: Yeah, and that's a good comparison because those, I mean, Oklahoma just, they always got guys that will grind on the boards. And that's yes. that's their been their identity before porter now with porter uh, we got to give him a shout out man missouri valley coaching legend porter Moser. Porter shout Moser. out to him
1: shout out to clayton custer i former Iowa state cyclone now on the oklahoma staff hopefully the sooners can uh can get things done down there norman on i'm gonna Saturday. have to give him
0: a handshake when they come to Hilton.
1: you should you should he's thank a him for, thank him that, for that that's like you it. meeting elvis i feel like you know it's like you meeting scott drew it's very similar, yeah, very similar. yeah. All right. Uh, Kansas uh, playing Oklahoma State. Kansas should not have any issue with Oklahoma State in this game, I don't think, especially at Allen Fieldhouse. Oklahoma State. I've got con- I'm, I'm a little nervous that my guy, Mike Boynton, might become the good guy of the year in the league.:
0: Yeah, and we do we've done this with Mike Boynton, Samsung and dance for like four years. Yeah. When are the big ones going to come?
1: This is an opportunity. This would be a huge win for them
0: obviously, if they can go on the road and get this one. Well, that's playing in the Big 12. Every game can be a huge win well, if the teams are, really good, you know, I mean, yeah. I, I just we've all like, yeah, Mike Boynton seems like a really good guy, seems like a good coach. And I just don't see the results on paper ever.
1: Yeah, I'd be surprised if Kansas uh, does not win that game going away. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. Right now, get up to 30% off at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs
0: shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care.
1: And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it all while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Hey, all right, let's flip things over now uh, to the women's side here. Iowa State opens with Texas Tech, a 2 p.m. tip down in Lubbock. What can you tell us about the about the Red Raiders?
0: So they've always been on the women's side a really sneaky team. They're not going to jump off the stat page at you. They might have a player that does that. but so They're going to have one or two superstars that can shoot really well. they got a good coach down there. I respect Texas tech program. I think it'd be a bad loss if Iowa state lost. But do you
1: think Iowa state will lose? I mean, no,
0: no, no I think as where, long where, as you... where was
1: Texas tech picked in the league.
0: Oh, I don't know off the top of my head. I'd have to, put that list in front of me,
1: probably towards the bottom. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. Like oh, yeah. They weren't one of the, another I don't think they the were favorites. top half.
0: No, no. Okay.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I think Iowa State's just still learning how to play with, with Suarez. You know, like I think that's
0: some of it. But I mean, some I wish of they could have played happened? that
1: game against Drake. Yeah, know?
0: yeah, that would have been a good. Um, I don't even want to say measuring stick game. Last like litmus test. Intense. You know. Yeah. yeah. And you, I mean, you want those intense games. That's what I argue with the the Big Four home and homes. You want those intense games to figure out how your team plays in those environments so you don't have a north carolina game happen so you really? don't go to iowa and have a quarter as bad as they did you know you want those intense games early so you can figure it out before big 12 play starts and whether you're undefeated going into the big 12 play or not it doesn't really matter
1: there's opportunities to win big games here coming up for iowa state what do they have coming up after this game against texas tech
0: so they got West Virginia at home next week, and then they are at Oklahoma, uh, then at home against K-State at Texas. And that, Texas that Oklahoma
1: game, game will be big, won't it?
0: That'll be big. Um, they are really not good defensively. I think they lost a the game 125 to 86 or something Holy to Utah cow. earlier this year. Holy cow. To who? To Utah. They give up 125 points? Yeah. Wow. You can look it up and double check, but I'm pretty... It's It was 124, 125, and the other score was 89 or 86.
1: I was going to say, that's like that's like three points a minute. Yeah. You're, you're scoring almost every time down the court, scoring something.
0: be like putting uh, Lucas Steiger on a team and just telling them to shoot one time per possession. Yeah, I guess so. I <laughs> guess that's one way to put it. I think the world of Lucas Steiger. Who... Who do you
1: think has a big game for Iowa State on Saturday if they win?
0: Ooh, at Texas Tech, either Suarez. Well, I'd give it to Danae, Maybe. Uh huh. Give me okay. Stephanie. I'll, I'll bet Stephanie. Okay. The guy's just gonna pick one, and I All think right. it, it, it's a nice warm up to their Big Twelve schedule. Just Seems like be, they
1: ease into theirs a little bit more, maybe than the men
0: do. Yeah, well, and it's easier to do with the makeup of the conferences, but yeah, or I guess the programs inside the conference. But the, it's a really good lead up to have, you know, two very winnable games, and then you, you play, play that Oklahoma particular. game, which could go either way, and that's on the road. Uh, and then you get Texas the week after, so yeah. your fifth game, you have one of your. I would call them the big four games in the Texas and Baylor games, because it's the two that they couldn't beat last year. It's the only two times they got swept. They didn't lose to anyone else in the conference.
1: All right. These other games around the big 12, Oklahoma playing on the road at West Virginia, TCU going to Baylor, Kansas State going to Texas, and Kansas going to Oklahoma State. Which which one of those games do you think is uh, is the most notable one, one that people need to keep an eye on going into Saturday?
0: K-State, Texas. Okay. For sure. Uh, yeah. look at, I mean, that program beat Iowa, like the fourth game of the season, they have a good team like around their superstar and everything that goes into that is if you can have layers and layers of people that can step up in big moments like that, you're going to have a good run in the tournament. I think Kansas state can do a lot this year.
1: How's Texas been looking so far this season?
0: What's their, their team looked like? They have some injuries that I yeah, still. Yeah, say Rory Harmon's been hurt, hasn't she? I have no clue who's going to show up on the court when they play names. Yeah, yeah. Like they're eight and four. They've dropped. I think they were third in the rankings at some point and dropped all the way out. Wow. I could be wrong. They might have been lower than that. They might have been thirteenth, and I'm remembering the three. But.
1: Yeah, so that'll be that'll be a good one for them, especially going on the road to Manhattan.
0: Yeah, that'll be interesting. And I would just circle. Circle the Texas game, circle the Baylor games. Like, those are the teams that you have that mental block of, like, we lost to them last year. Uh-huh. Got to figure out a way to get by. And this team has had...
1: Iowa State is more equipped to play those teams this year than they have been in the past, right? I mean, yeah. I, I, uh, yeah, sure. Um, yeah, yeah.
0: You've got to... Uh, you got to bring that to fruition now. Is right. the
1: you got to go execute. Yeah. You got to go do it's your all, job.
0: It's all method method. I'm not even going to try to say that word today. I can't do yeah, it.
1: You're good. You're good. <laughs>
0: but, uh, on paper you look like the better team. You're the preseason favorite going in. Well, now you got to go prove it to right. take my words again.
1: Right. All right, man. Well, uh, We'll talk to you early next week. We'll do some more of this stuff uh, going into into Wednesday and, and everything like that, into some of those other games next week. So thanks again to Mcdyne for being the presenting sponsors of Corner 3. We'll talk to you guys again in the new year here on the Cyclone Fanatic Podcast Network. Peace.